Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Eight Squad for Life podcast. My name is Aaron David Harris. Thank you for making me a part of your day. As always, if you want to support the show, just tell people about it. You can find me on ADHX2.com. That's where all of my socials are. This podcast is available on Audible and on Apple Podcasts. In the last episode, we started covering the twins from our second set of boys. Today, we're going to discuss the last child in the family, Arthur's twin brother, Andrew, our resident kid beast and the bravest dude I know. His story is truly unique. There's a lot to get to and not a whole lot of time. So let's head on over to character selection. Choose your character. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, yeah. We back. We back. We, we, we back. We let's back. Let's find Andrew. Big Drew. Big Drew. Drew Miller, baby. Let's go. Where are you okay, at, I though? Found him. I found him. Why is he so hey, big? Hey, a big dude. That's a big dude over there. That's a big His dude. He's carrying all that weight. That's a lot of weight. Ain't no four year old. A lot of weight. Got like fourteen year old. Where his and mustache? Fourteen year old kid, man. Where his mustache? Oh, what is that thing around his neck? Looks like some kind of tube. Is that tube going in his throat? Well, only one way to find out. Character selected. Name: Andrew. Age: Four. Call sign. B2. Narrative sequence initiate in three, two, one. Hear that? I bet you're wondering what that is. That is the sound of furious courage. It is the sound of an unstoppable force imbued with endless energy and stamina. It is the sound of the kid beast, Andrew Harris. I've said it before, but it's worth repeating. Andrew is a dude's dude. Any chance that he can get messy, he'll take it. Any structure that he can climb and jump from, he'll do it. Any object edible or not, that he can crush with his razor-sharp teeth, he'll chew it. The best way I can describe him is that he's a guy that just loves to get after it. Andrew's strength and speed are off the charts. There was even this one time a toy he was playing with rolled up under someone else's car. And with one hand, Andrew picked up the car with the passenger still inside. Super speed, super strength, enhanced senses, and a ferocious appetite for adventure. That's who Andrew is. Most people find it hard to believe that a kid like that was fighting for his life at one point. But that's exactly what happened. During the first couple years of his life, Andrew made strange wheezing noises. For a while, My wife and I didn't know what that sound was or why he was making it. We had him seen by so many doctors, so many specialists, but no one could tell us what it was. We thought he'd grow out of it. Instead, 
things got bad. Andrew, our resident ball of energy, was starting to slow down. And I mean way down. He got really bad fevers. He struggled breathing. He struggled sleeping. Still, no one could tell us what was wrong. And then came the hospital stays. The hours turned to days. The days turned to weeks. And the weeks became months. All the while, this mysterious condition continued to worsen as the fevers had now evolved into aggressive bouts of pneumonia and other respiratory infections. It was so, so hard for Andrew, for my wife and I, for his siblings, for everyone. And then the worst day, the day that Andrew could no longer breathe on his own, the day that he had to be sedated and hooked up to a machine that would breathe for him. It was devastating. The kid who loved to get his hands dirty, the boy whose happiest moments were found on sunny days and fantastic adventures, was now confined to a cold hospital room, separated from his brothers and sister, separated from his family, However, Andrew's worst day had a silver lining. The doctors were finally able to get to the truth about what was going on. Andrew has a condition called subglottic stenosis, or sometimes called cricoid stenosis, which means that he was born with an airway that's too narrow for him to use. I'll put it to you like this. Think of all the times that you might have gotten sick with a cold. Whenever you cough up phlegm, it comes right out of your body, through your nose or through your mouth. For Andrew, that wasn't possible. None of that stuff could come up because his airway was too thin. That is what was making him so sick. And so, together with the doctors and medical staff, my wife and I made the difficult choice to have Andrew go through with a tracheostomy surgery. At the time of his surgery, things were getting pretty dark for me mentally. At this point, I'm thinking, okay, I have five children. Four of them have special needs. Two autistic kids, one with emotional challenges. And now this? Is something wrong with me? Is it my fault that my kids are this way? After all, my wife is the one with superpowers, not me. Maybe it's because I'm not super. Maybe it's because I'm not strong. Maybe all of this is my fault. And then I started thinking about what Andrew's life would be after the surgery. I imagined him waking up in pain, confused about this new contraption lodged in his throat. I thought it would change him. I thought it might break him. You know what? Boy, 
was I wrong? Excuse me, Nurse Joy. Yes, Dr. Spencer. Yes, Nurse. Come with me. We need to check on a patient in room 621. Andrew Harris, four years old, had a trach surgery a couple of days ago. We're going to check on his vitals and do some medications and blah 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 blah, blah charts and blah 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 medical stuff. You know the drill. Come with me. Okay, doctor. Yes, please follow me quickly, but be careful. I'm sure he's still recovering, so be very, very delicate yes, with him. Yes, doctor, of course. Hello, Andrew. How are we feeling? Please come to all the twenty nurses. Please come to room 621. Please come to room 621. All the baby nurses, please come to room 621. Andrew, please get down from the ceiling. We don't want you to fall and have your parents sue us. Whoa! What the hell? The kid is back. Oh my god, it's on the ceiling again. Wait, no, you're on the floor again. Wait, 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 wait. It's not Hello, this is Mr. Harris. Hi, this is Orange County Hospital. Am I speaking to the parent of Andrew Harris? Um, yes, this is his dad. Are you able to come pick him up? Like, now? Is everything alright? We just want to make sure we're, we're protected. Protected? What's going on? Protected from him. Please pick up your child immediately. Thank you. <laughs> Mine blown. After everything that happened. All of that time spent in the hospital. All of that time spent away from his family. And that boy never missed a beat. Andrew Harris is truly the strongest and bravest kid that I know. And if that kind of strength exists in him, then I know it exists in me too. It exists in our entire family. Since then, his life has been different. He's got various medical equipment that he uses from time to time. There's paperwork and insurance and doctor's appointments and nurses and therapists and special accommodations at school. There's additional things we have to think about when we go out and etc. and etc. But through it all, our family remains strong, blessed, unstoppable. Anything that comes our way, I know we are strong enough to handle it. And that's a lesson that Andrew taught to me. Thanks for listening. Up next, I'm going to talk a little bit more about another member of our family. Her name is Barry. She is our babysitter and special needs therapist. She also happens to be a highly advanced military-grade Cybertronic robot. How in the heck did we end up with one of those? Well, I'll tell you all about it in the next episode of the 8 Squad for Life podcast. Until then, have a good day, make it a good day, peace.